Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts on SENZ. Oh, good afternoon and welcome into the Dog Speed for the 7th of August. And it's Mark Clayton here, being joined down in Christchurch by our man Craig Roberts. Good afternoon to you, Craig. Yeah, good afternoon, Clayton, and uh, good afternoon, listeners. Yeah, Dan, Dan unable to make it today, a little bit crook. Dan's a late scratching, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, yeah, I, just, we, I don't know what, what, what what's wrong with him, but um, he hasn't been right for the last few weeks, so he's off to the doctors tomorrow. OK, I oh, will wish you well, Dan. Hope you get it sorted tomorrow. Well, well let's rip into it, Craig, and uh, we're going to kick off last week. We had the Group 2 Colin Keane Memorial, and you had a couple of runners in the race, Melville Bale and Talbingo Bale, but running back into form was former champion. Can get back there again. Opawa superstar. Yeah, yeah. Look, he went good. Opal was superstar. He he, uh, he turned the tables on uh, Melville from uh, Eddington the week before. Um, uh, Melville led him, and he, he couldn't get to him. Uh, but uh, no, down in the cargo, a one-turn track, and a very good time as well. I think they went about twenty-five seventy-seven. So um, yeah, no, he back back to form in a in a big way over the four-five-seven was Opal was superstar. Talbingo Bale, bit disappointing. I'm I'm still. Uh, <laughs> I'm still having arguments with him about his workload. And, uh, <laughs> he he won last week, and uh, he won the argument, and I, and I think that's why he didn't go as good as he should have. So um, this week I'm going to be winning the argument as we um, prepare for the Nationals at, uh, at Addington. You're going to dictate the work, workload coming into Talbingo Bale. Yeah, too right I am. He's going to have a, have a post-to-post trial tomorrow at, uh, at Addington to... That'll be his uh, last hit out uh, before the before the nationals on um, on Thursday night. Okay, and of course uh, this year's well the season well last season's uh, Waterloo Cup winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, he's a very good dog. Actually, uh, just we'll, we'll touch on um, on the nationals uh, briefly, Clado, because yep. a, a lot of people probably aren't aware of the co- of the concept of it, and and um, it's it's actually New Zealand has become part of of I suppose you could call it. Uh, uh, unofficial state of Australia, uh, and, mm. and they they have the nationals every year, and they get have a representative from each state. They run heats and a final in, in each state, and then they have have what they call the national final. So we're part of that now in, uh, in New Zealand. So that's really good. We'll have uh, we'll have the five twenty nationals uh, race on Friday night, and and also the distance nationals race, obviously, which no keeper would be would be the favourite for, but. Um, yeah, look, it's a great concept, and I think I think you know we're pretty lucky to be to be a part of that. And I've been to a few of those nationals, and I can tell you what they put on a fantastic do. 
Uh, yeah. The gala ball the night before the race and that is just unbelievable. Um, I, I take my hat off to uh, to the way that they uh, they do the nationals in Australia. Each state, every year, yeah. each state they try to beat the state from the year before by putting on these magnificent <laughs> do. <laughs> so it's it's well worth getting involved from down here in New Zealand. Oh, without doubt, yeah, yeah. I think I think out of my dogs, if I was to win it, I'd I'd only wanting be wanting to win it with Tel Bingo. I think he's the only one of mine that's that would be capable of competing over there. Um, you know, I know Dave would be pretty happy with if Superstar uh, could could win as well. Um, no keepers, the obvious choice uh, for the for the distance um, what race, but um, yeah. yeah Hopefully have a wee bit of competition there, no keeper. Yep. Well, you did get well involved a couple of years ago with Dinah Dave, didn't you? Yeah. Look, that was um, uh, yeah. Look, that was fantastic. The 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 the, um, the gala dinner that they put on over there was based around the Greatest Showman, and um, they had actors and actresses all decked out in the Greatest Showman gear, and they had um, people swinging off trapezes <laughs> from the ceiling. It was. Uh, it was a it was a fantastic uh, effort by um, by uh, Western Australia uh, for the for the uh, do that they put on. It was it was uh, just a pleasure to be part of. And, and Dave, uh, Donna Dave, he didn't um, disgrace himself either. He went a, a very good race for third in that yeah. uh, in that final. So first time New Zealand was involved, and uh, and we and we had a placing in, in the race. And you probably had the toughest trip out of everybody over to West Australia. Oh, mate, nightmare! Yeah, the poor fella. He, uh, he he coped with it really well. But yeah, they, I think he was about um, eight or, or probably ten or twelve hours in a crate. Wow! Um, you know, because he had to go across East Auckland, then Auckland to Perth. So Dan actually went with him. So um, it was good that you know when he when he got out of the plane that uh, he had someone that he knew there to to greet him and um, and Dan stayed with him for the week or two before I got over there. To, you know, before the finals. Yeah, oh, that's great. That was a great story, uh, Craig. And so, where where the nationals been held? What state this this year? Uh, well, it's a bit of a nightmare, um, Clayo, with the with the, uh, the planning because with COVID, um, there's, there's a, a when greyhounds come out of Australia, they have to have blood a blood test. But with with what's happening there, is they have to have two blood tests, so that takes forty two days. So the. Luckily, the the finals are in Sydney this year, which is only a three-hour flight. Um, but the winner, if you're there, if you can get in and out of Australia within 10 days, the dog doesn't have to have the blood tests. So the winner's going to have to go there. I think they've booked flights for Tuesday, trial Wednesday, and the race is Saturday, and then the dog's got to be out of there by Wednesday, on Wednesday. So... It's a it's a bit of a big ask, um, but the only, the good thing about it is it's only Sydney, so it's only a two hour longer flight than you flying from Christchurch to Auckland. Oh well, oh well. Let's hope that all works out, and uh, might see Telbingo Bale there. Well, if he can, if he can, you know, you obviously got to win the race here first, but um, yeah, yeah. Look at you know, as I said, I'd, I'd probably go with him, but um, you know, I think he he would be able to uh, um, compete. With the good dogs there, but um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, uh, it's a good series. It certainly, it sounds good. I remember getting right involved with you with Dinah Dave a couple of years ago now, and yeah, like you say, running third to the hardest trip of all, and running third. We'll go back to last Friday night, Craig. I don't know if you watched Manawa too, but gee, Federal Infrared wouldn't want to be a commentator for him, but unbeaten in nine starts now, in New Zealand. 
Yeah, uh, look, he's yeah, really um, he's putting up a good re- good record, isn't he? Well, she. He's, um, and he's done a great job so far. Yeah. Well, she, is it? She, yeah. Yeah. She's absolutely Yeah, yeah no, uh, no, really, really good. Um, I think it, it won the, um, didn't it win the restricted age race there uh, a few weeks ago? A couple, yeah. month or six weeks ago, I think. Yeah, no, it's yeah. on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it is. No, it's going very well. Up into the top grades, um, obviously gets tougher, but uh, yep. it's running the times to, to suggest that it's going to com- do it easy, you know, compete easy enough. That's right. No, it certainly is. Well, uh, last Friday we saw three heats for the uh, OTB Maiden and Opawa Linda. We had uh, Robin Wales on the show a couple of weeks ago and he said she is an absolute superstar and, and she cleaned them up the other night, 14 and a half lengths, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, look, with a name like Otawa Linda, Robin was obviously going to make sure that he was he was naming... The best. Um, a, ..a dog, yeah, with an immense ability, of course, after his, his late wife, so... Um, and, obviously, he, he's, he made the right call because she looks like she is... Uh, she's going to be a top-liner. Something pretty special. She certainly is. So there were three heats the other night, and she cleaned them up in the first heat. Uh, Opawa... Cody took out the second at a bit of a price. Yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah. Um, I think Matt had a, uh, a nice dog in that idle hot, um, and uh, it went a good race. He, he, Matt had to, uh, he did say he had to rush it a wee bit to get it ready for the series, and it just uh, Cody just run it down um, just short of the line. Um, so um, yeah, it was uh, that was a good run by uh, Carla Carr. I think he had a few starts too. Uh, as a maiden, I think that might have been his fifteenth odd start. Yeah. Um, for his first win. Yep. The idle first was Matt's dog, and the third heat uh, went to Jovita for the Fahies, another odds-on favourite getting home over Novella. Yeah, yeah. Gene and Dave uh, producing another good one there. Um, Jovita. Uh, of course, it's by Fernando Bale, um, who who we <laughs> we know all about. So. Uh, and a fair pipper, who was a she was a good wee bitch of uh, that Dave and Jean raced um, not not too many years ago. So plenty of breeding on its side. Yeah, certainly is. Well, that was Friday, Craig. Quickly, we'll just touch on Thursday night, and we saw four heats of the Cannonball Sprint, and alternate shot took out the first Hilton Headache the second. Tyree Missile had a bit of a price for Ray Casey, better than twenty five to one. Yeah, and Ray, Ray doesn't mind having a having a bit of a bet here and there, so uh, hopefully he got a bit of that twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope the bookies are still hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, good on him. Well done. Okay, and of course, Opawa Barnes took out the last for Lisa Waratini, the last of the four heats. So plenty of action coming up down there at Addington. Um, looking ahead, uh, Ray Adcock Memorial Service coming up, Craig. Yes, it is. Yes, um, I just haven't got the date. Uh, I think it's next me, Saturday. But, um, next Saturday, one o'clock. Next Saturday, that's right, one o'clock at um, yeah at Addington, I think, isn't it? So uh, yeah, no, look, um, in Ray, and um, you know he's uh, he's left a, a legacy um, that's you know still still going now with um, with the Arthurs that uh, you know he trained for, and and um, um, Tony Hart sort of oversees the. The running of that kennel, but uh, the young ones, um, uh, um, Dylan Joyce and Taylor Dooley and uh, Cam Cameron Thomason, um, they're all uh, they're all 
you know, working hard and uh, to, to keep the place going, and they're, they're doing a good job. Yeah, and just looking at the premiership, uh, Matt bragging rights over Dad at the moment. <laughs> I, don't ask me why, mate, but I am notoriously slow starting the season. I don't know why. Just every year uh, things go wrong at the start of the season, and it's, uh, it's like I'm a, I'm a trotter that keeps galloping at the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have a superior strike rate. Just remind him of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll it'll all take shape over the next few weeks, I guess. So the table, it's always the same, isn't it? You've got the Coles and the McInerneys and the Fahey's up there, and and um, I'm somewhere sort of just in behind them. Yeah, and, and I just see um, last season, uh, you've been pretty excited by this too. The strike rate queen, Karen Walsh, knocked off her perch on the last day. Sammy Phillips holding on to take that uh, premiership for the strike rate trainers award, but. There's an old saying, don't poke the tiger, because Karen's come back. She's had four dogs for the races with two wins in two seconds. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, look, she's a good trainer, Karen, and she's had, uh, you know, she's been with Gary Harding for a, for a lot of years now, and and, uh, and Gary's bred some good stock, and he's brought some, uh, some you know, good talent over from Australia as well. And, yeah, look, it's... Um, some of us don't have the luxury of, of being able to worry about the old strike rate. Where um, yeah. with the it's the state money earnings that um, they really care that, that are pretty, pretty that re, well that really count. Yeah, but no, look, good on Sammy Phillips. She's only been trained. I think was, that might have been a first season as a as a trainer too. And um, um, she just got there with the number of starters too. Fifty. You, you have to have a minimum of fifty starters to qualify. Um, and she got she got fifty exactly. So. <laughs> She uh, she just snuck in there. She timed her run to perfection, and I, and I tell you what, it's great to see plenty of young name, you know, young girls and boys coming through in the training ranks throughout the oh, country. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, look, it is, it is, it, it's tough for the young ones these days too, Clado, because you know, as we know, the price of property and that's just horrendous now for the young ones to try to get you know up and going and started, and particularly in the northern re- region, you know, I, I, I I'm. I'm worry. I worry about the northern region. I, you know, that we need more young ones coming through. But uh, if, you know, getting an opportunity to, to be able to train out of out of a property is their biggest challenge up there. Um, so um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully the young ones can can keep keep going and and um, you know find a way of being able to train a few dogs and and um, keep them, you know keep the numbers up. Yeah. Well, definitely needed. Well, Craig, we love our dogs and they love to race. Head to grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand greyhounds. Yes, and you're listening to Dog Speed, all right? Thanks to Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Head to grnz.co.nz for all fields, form, race, replays and more. Well, the new season at Manukau gets underway today and our caller there today will be Aaron White. He's riding a crest of the way with his best bet getting up yesterday at Ruakaka. So we welcome you and Aaron to pick your brain to go through the card today at Manukau. Good afternoon to you. Good yeah, afternoon to you, Clado. Afternoon, everybody. Uh, looking forward to what should be another good season of chasing here at Manukau, culminating in what was a very good uh, silver collar last uh, season, of course, with the no keeper. Our dominant day are taking the SENZ Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar, probably my star performance of last season. But, yep, it's going to be another good season. Let's hope the Crake girls can get very close to the 200. They keep improving with their tally. I think they've got the canines mark to, to get them to that 200 national mark. And 
maybe even to the 150 mark here at Monaco Stadium for season 22-23. Yeah, certainly. Uh, last season was a cracker. And we saw a few change into the guard. We were just talking to Craig Roberts about Sammy Phillips taking over the strike rate queen title over Karen Walsh, but she's come back firing already this season. Uh, Peter Henley retiring and, of course, um, race named in his honour at Cambridge last Thursday. Yeah, one of the great stalwarts of our game, uh, Peter Henley, that's uh, for sure, with uh, late uh, wife Lois too. They were great ambassadors for our wonderful sport for many, many years in the Waikato region, and we certainly do wish uh, Peter Henley the best in his retirement, of course. Had some brilliant dogs over the uh, years. The the one that stands out for me, though, Clado, was old Roly. I remember yeah. when he uh, started down at Cambridge. Boy, oh boy, was he a dog. He certainly was, and yeah, fitting winner, uh, Pedro Pedro Lee. But uh, can't imagine Peter sitting still for too long. He's going to be back in the race in his pigeons, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right there. He'll be itching to get back into to handling a dog on race day or something like that. You can't keep him down. No, you certainly won't. So Peter Henley leaves, and Sammy Phillips joins the training ranks, and plenty of new names coming through. And one of your mates, AJ Christensen, he had a good season last season. He certainly did. Also, Sean Codlin. Both of them near. Oh, Sean got over the 100,000 for the season, Plato, and uh, AJ just under the 100,000. Mm. So it shows you that uh, if you've got the talent, the time to put into these greyhounds, because, you know, you can't just take them off the bed and take them to the races. They take a lot of training yep. and a lot of effort feeding and everything else. But these young guys that are putting the effort in, they're getting the rewards. I should say girls as well, because the girls are coming through the ranks strongly too. They certainly are. And I'm going to pick your brain after your best bet got up yesterday. Couldn't wait to get you on the show this afternoon. So uh, we're under half an hour away from, or half an hour away from your first. Goes just before one o'clock, 12 race card. Weather's a bit showery in Auckland today. And just to uh, keep the mood going with the all-black result last night and the track rated dead out there at Monocal. Yeah, it's been one of those uh, one of those 24-hour periods, uh, Clayto. I've I was up on a high with uh, Follow Your Dreams uh, yesterday and then I gave it all back and a bit more with Bellucci Babe out of the uh, big race in Sydney yesterday. We thought she was a massive chance. No excuses with her. I don't like it when the bookies are counting my money, so we're going to get some of these benefits home today, so I'm counting theirs at the end of the day. Well, you work hard enough to uh, take the money off them, but that, that was the worst, probably the worst run I've seen in her career. She's such a gutsy mare, Bellucci Babe. Just any any uh, wash-up from yesterday? Uh, the only thing we got is the after race from James at this stage. Uh, she just didn't let down. He thought maybe the early uh, pace of the race was just a bit quick for her uh, fresh up. Um, I'm sure the vet, uh, the stable vet would have been over her uh, last night. We'll get a report in the morning on her anyway uh, as to if there's anything structurally wrong with her, but I don't think that's the uh, case. It's um, it's diff- There's only one other time that she's never let down in her races, Clado, and that's when she had a wee virus. And, uh, yeah. You know, she'd had, uh, going into yesterday, I think 20 starts and been in the top four 18 times. So to now have a duck egg in her form line, flabbergasted. It hurts. It hurts too. I, I tell you, I saw a uh, little Avondale video on Facebook uh, <laughs> during the week, and I think that might be half the problem. Sam Williams made the trip over. He wasn't over there when she had that ass problem, was was he? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say that, Clayton. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put him in the poo. Uh, well, but when cat, when when cat travels, they win Group Ones. That's when right. Sam travels. We have problems. So I, I think we've got to work on getting cat to all of these races. And uh, yeah, but anyway, she'll bounce back. I'm sure of that, Clayton. She's a brilliant mare. We know that. Um, maybe she's got a bit of stage fright too. That was probably her one and only audition to try and get an Everest slot. So 
I think plan A, Bjorn Baker is off the table. We better go to plan B and C. Okay, I'm sure you will. She's in good hands. Right now, we're going to pick your brain for your best bet today. I, I, race that caught my eye was Mount Wellington TAB Stakes, race seven. And you were just talking about the up and coming trainers, AJ Christensen. He's got two in it. You know me now. And Electric Shock, who you, who Electric Shock was trying to get AJ over the 100,000 last week, I think. Uh, good running into third. And Sean Codlin with Thrilling Watson. Uh, you know me now, Thrilling Watson in the mix, not Electric Shock. Uh, I'm interested to see which way you went here, taking the favourite on Opawa Albert. Well, yeah, I'm going with You Know Me Now. I just think she profiles so well into this race as well. Of course, she was a heat winner of the Waterloo Cup. Uh, out of box number one, Now she's only got five opponents in the race, and really Electric Shock and Thrilling Watson, they're not the fastest out of the boxes. And if she can get to the elite, they won't, uh, they won't catch her, you know me now. She started in that uh, final of the Waterloo Cup, won brilliantly by the Craig Roberts dog, of course, in uh, Tell Bingo Bale. That was one of the performances uh, of the season last season. In fact, if I was opening an, uh, an early book all in for the Auckland Cup, I think I'd have Tell Bingo Bale as the favourite already uh, for that. But you know me now, I just think with the spear box to her inside, electric shock and thrilling watching on the inside of those, and then another spear box. If she's in front, she's winning $4.00. Great, great money around her today. We can get 420 now. She your best of the day? Oh, okay, even better. She is one of my best of the day. I got two of the. Uh, I think she profiles very well in that. Now the the other one comes up in the uh, lucky of the uh, program, and it's Loyal Redeemer. He drops out of uh, class five today. He's into class number four. He's into box number one. He's had four times out of the red rug for two wins and one minor. He's there to win today out of box number one. He's had some tricky draws to negotiate. But I reckon he'll uh, spot that lure out of box number one and be very, very hard to beat in the last of the program. Wow, one of your best, uh, 7.50, for Thane Green, Loyal Redeemer. OK, that's race 12, race 7, number 7, you know me now, and race 12, number 1, Loyal Redeemer, your two best. A uh, couple, of, couple of long shots to multi up. All right. Um, there's one that's uh, now with Days Bell. Of course, uh, Marsha Black handed in her trainer's licence at the end of last season, so... I thought Opawa Trump at the $15 in race number 10 was Oof. well worth an each-way bet. Drifting in the market, drawn box number two. It's not the uh, overly strong field that we've uh, seen, and I think it's a chance there. 15 and $3.60 coming out of the uh, two boxes, fourth in behind who I am at its last start. They went a, a 31 and 39 on that occasion. Uh, prior to that, uh, was beaten 11 lengths in behind Opawa Arlo. And uh, just out of box number two, it's the best box draw that it's had for some time as well. Opawa Trump, if it can land somewhere near them, it could certainly cause a little bit of damage at the $15. So that was one uh, that I liked. Um, the outright uh, long shot for me today was Midnight's Faith, who gets in in race number 11. She's into box number three now with Wheelhouse out of one and Big Time Felix out of two. She's in three. Uh, the star of the sprinting ranks up here in uh, Auckland, Right now is Altaki River. He's drawn ideally again in box number eight. But Midnight Faith, she's capable if she can get to the rail, and she will hug the rail. Altaki River likes to use plenty of the track. So that'll be pretty interesting in race number 11 today. Midnight Faith's an 18.50 dog around here. Altaki River uh, posted his best time uh, last week to end the season, 18 and 29. So it's going to be a good clash in race number 11. Another dog that I think is uh, well drawn up today, Plato, comes up in race number five. It's only a small field, too. Uh, there's only the six runners there, but uh, Serbian ace, he'll get no better opportunity than today's one to get back into the uh, winner's circle and atop the dais for Tracy and Lisa Craig. And uh, 
think he was at a nice price too. $4. Uh, race number five, $4. So, mm. yep, there's another one that you can throw into your multi as well. Oh, that's great info. Thank you, Aaron. You enjoy your calling the first day of the new season out there at Monaco. A 12-race card, your first in around 26 minutes' time. Good on you, Clado, and everybody listening around the uh, nation and Australia on SENZ. Well, uh, make sure you make some money today. We certainly will after getting all that info on today's meeting. Big thanks to Aaron White as he heads off to call the card at Monaco. We love our dogs and they love to race. Love greyhounds.org.nz is where you can go to see some great stories that are being put together by our team at Greyhound Racing NZ. You certainly are listening to Dog Speed. You're with Mark Clayton and Craig Roberts down there in our Christchurch, well, makeshift studio. Check out lovegreyhounds.org.nz and joining us on the line now, Greyhound uh, Racing Club Club Manager, Sarah Clausen. Good afternoon to you, Sarah. Hey, how's it going? Oh, very good. Great to have you on the show this afternoon. Yes, thank you. Yeah, busy time down your way. Just um, as CEO of Greyhound the Club Manager, what, what does that role entail, Sarah? Yeah, so um, I haven't actually started yet. I'm going to be starting in about a week or so. Unfortunately, COVID... Uh, held me back from starting, but um, it, it's obviously going to be managing managing the club, uh, making sure that the race meetings go ahead, and um, ensuring you know that we have a successful meeting. Yeah, it's a sort of, certainly is a military operation. So yeah, you know, once it gets underway down at Christchurch, you have plenty of racing there every week. Yes, yes, so it, it'll be great because you know having it so so often uh, four times a week will will really help me get into the swing of things a lot faster than, uh, you know, if you're running a club that only raced once or twice a week. And, um, yeah, it's great for everybody in Canterbury that we get to race so often. Well, it certainly is. And one thing I like, Cassiera, is like all the heats heading to finals, so there's always something to look ahead to. Yes, yes. It's a very uh, busy calendar in in Christchurch, and uh, there's always something to, you know, for trainers to aim for and and to set dogs um, for the next big race. Yes, and of course, all eyes from this time of the new season. Once the new season gets underway, all eyes are heading towards Cup Week, the Galaxy and New Zealand Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's going to be an exciting couple of months for me for my first first uh, New Zealand uh, Cup, you know, trying to organise that. And um, yeah, it's going to, going to be an interesting but exciting time. It certainly is. So your background in greyhound racing, Sarah, have you always had an eye on the greyhounds? No, oh, not at all. Um, I met my partner, Matt Roberts, um, when we were just teenagers, uh, first started out playing squash together. And uh, one thing led to another, and um, uh, yeah, here we are today. We're <laughs> together, Matt's training, um, and I'm going to be the new club manager. Oh, well, you're in the right spot. You'll be getting some good advice then. Oh, well, I wouldn't necessarily say it was always <laughs> advice. It was probably more what what they think. So, they should be telling me what to do, but no. I don't necessarily always listen. Okay, well, before I hand you over to the father-in-law, your prospective father-in-law, uh, who was a better squash player? Oh, definitely Matt. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say definitely me. No, no, no. Over the years, Matt um, doesn't really like to play me as much as what he used to when we first started going out. Apparently, I'm not good enough for him anymore. Oh, well. I'll have, to, I'll have to get a, come out of retirement and get one back for you, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Matt and Craig have had a few good battles over the years themselves. Oh, well, we'll ask Craig. Craig, who was a better player out of you and Matt? 
Oh, mate, I, I was, but I, I can't get him there. He, I can get the odd game off him, but he's actually uh, he's an interesting player, Matt. He's actually a B2 uh, right-handed, and he's about a C1 left-handed. So, oh, well, um, I think I'll just stay in <laughs> retirement then. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, uh, he played me the other day left-handed, and uh, I got him pretty easy, but... Um, uh, you know, he just he tires me out. He he, he does it on purpose. I, I I can last about three games with him because he's a runner and he gets everything back. He's yep. like a human volleyball. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we've had some good battles. But I think I think Plato, everybody that knows um, that knows Matt and Sarah know that uh, they know that Sarah's the brains trust of the operation there. So um, you know, if she can bring that uh, to the table for the Crunchy's Greyhound Racing Club, I think we'll be in pretty safe hands. And not to undersell the job uh, that Sarah's undertaking, Claudia, but I could be wrong, but I think you'll find that in terms of racing, Christchurch is the largest racing club in Australasia um, with the number of meetings that are held there every week. Wow, more than than those Australian clubs seem to race all the time. Oh, mate, I don't think there's a... I, I can't think of a greyhound club in Australia that would race four times a week. Wow. Well, you so, get big. Uh, you get a, it's, a big, it's a big task. Yeah. Oh, well, Siri, you sound like you're up for it. Yeah. No, definitely. It's it's going to be going to take me a little bit to get used to the job, but I'm really really excited and really looking forward to it. Sarah, I think is it. Um, are, are you and Matt going to cut back um, on the numbers of? I mean, you don't have large numbers of greyhounds, but but are you going to cut back on the numbers of, of greyhounds that you do have? If you get in this position, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, we are. Well, we've already sent a few um, greyhounds out to other trainers, and uh, there's a few there that we're probably just going to retire. And yeah, we're just going to reduce our numbers. So Matt's just got a nice small team to work with, um, while he also looks after the kids. So um, yeah, it's definitely we're reducing our numbers down. We've also sold a few, few onto other trainers as well. So um, yeah, the team's definitely going to be a lot smaller than what it has been. And and uh, no doubt you'll be sort of looking forward to um, more of a, a, a normal five sort of five day working week compared to the seven day slog of the greyhound training. Yeah, I'm just trying to um, trying to explain to Matt that you know the expectation on me to help him out in the weekends. Is... <laughs> I won't be doing that, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's going to, it's going to be amazing for our family, you know, you know, having me working five days a week and hopefully having almost two exclusive days with, with the kids to to do whatever we please without having to constantly work around the dogs. It's, it's going to be really nice, and you know, me getting back out of off the property and out to a job and using my brain a bit more than than I guess what you could say I have been at the moment is really exciting. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people probably unaware, Sarah, but you, you, you have got a Bachelor of Commerce uh, degree, haven't you? Yeah, um, when, when Matt and I were first first met, I was at university um, in Canterbury um, doing a, a human resource degree, and uh, once I finished that, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it, and so I ended up going in, into the, the bank at the, the BNZ and worked there for about five years um, whilst helping mess out, you know, and the weekends and stuff with the dogs. So it's more my side, the management, um, and then of course combined with now my my huge interest and in, in love of the greyhounds. It's just the perfect perfect role, my dream job, really. 
Yeah, oh, well, you'll be looking forward to uh, making that start and getting um, getting in amongst it. And uh, you've got a, a, a pretty good board there to work with as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be um, good to get to know everyone on the board a bit better and see how it all runs. And uh, no doubt there's a few few people with big ideas and, um, yeah, see what we can do. Yeah, oh, well, so your starting date is, is not this coming week, but the week after, is it? Yeah, that's right, once Tony's back from his holiday. And then you'll have a, a period where Tony will probably stay on for a month and show you the ropes, and uh, then you'll be on your own. Yeah, yeah, I'll be trying to convince Tony to hang around for as long as possible, I think, but... <laughs> It'll be great to have him there, and um, you know he's only a phone call away. Thankfully, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be good. And at least, like I say, with work at you know racing four days a week, it's a bit easier to get into the groove of things. And, and you know, repetition will certainly help um, help everything be a bit easier. Oh, that uh, sounds good, Sarah. So we wish you all the best. It sounds like the Greyhound Club is going to be in good hands. Oh, we sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got good teachers around you. So, well, look, we wish you well for the new role, and we'll check in with you, you know, from time to time back here on Dog Speed. Yep, no, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, great little chat, and yeah, sounds pretty sharp. You can just tell. It's got a bit of sharpness about us, Sarah. So the Christchurch Greyhound Club will be in good hands. Now, as we head to a break, we love our dogs and they love to race. Lovegreyhounds.org.nz is where you can go to see some great stories that have been put together by our team at Greyhound Racing New Zealand. There's Dog Speed with Mark Clayton in Auckland and Craig Roberts in Christchurch. You're on Dog Speed. Check out lovegreyhounds.org.nz and joining us now, special guest, a young man new on the scene, but is he? Peter Hederick joins us now from Clevedon. Good afternoon, Pete. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Oh, very good, Peter. Um, got you on the show today to find out a bit about yourself because uh, you're causing a bit of stir, getting a few winners. You've got three runners in today, but before we get to those, Pete, uh, how'd you get involved yep. with greyhound racing? Um, yeah, when I moved over here to New Zealand, I, um, Tanya and myself went to the greyhounds one day, one Sunday afternoon, and um, it all stemmed from there. Um, yeah, we ended up getting a dog with Ross and Lynn Yudi, and yeah, it's uh, went from there. Okay, so over from Australia? Yeah, over from Aussie, mate, oh, yeah. Um, you, want from to say bit, you want to say that a bit quieter? <laughs> oh, no, don't be like that. <laughs> nah. uh, oh, that's good. So, you, so, you, so just, yeah. you just went out to the Greyhounds and um, just fell in love with them? Yeah, mate, I did, I did. I, um, I've always loved the Greyhounds because um, I'm from a racing background in, in um, the gallops, the horse racing. Um I've been in horse racing all my life. My dad was a jockey and granddad was a jockey and my uncle. and um, So, yeah, racing's me blood. And then I, um, yeah, come, uh, come over here um, to spend time with my daughter and, um, yeah, we come to the races one day and fell in love with the dogs and yeah, haven't looked back since. So, yeah, dogs of Ross and Nudie to get a few winners? Uh, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we got a, we got a few winners, not... Not a great deal, but it was good. I, I loved it. I reckon it was great. It's a it's a great sport. I, was, I love the dogs. It's you know they're beautiful animals. Oh, they great, certainly great are. Animals. They certainly are, Pete. So you've decided you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get a few. You're gonna get your trainer's license. Uh, how many dogs are you working at the moment? Um, at the moment, I've got six now. I've, I've built up to six, so slowly getting there. <laughs> 
slowly getting there. Yeah, but but you're just a small operation, so I suppose small steps. And, and where are you based? I'm based at Clevedon. I'm um, like just outside of Clevedon towards Maraitoi along North Road there. So, yeah, I've got a um, little place there. And, um, yeah, so got six six race dogs and one, one retired dog there. And, um, yeah, so it's slowly build up. Uh, okay. It all takes time. You've got to crawl before you walk. That's true. That's true. Well, we'll we'll talk to you in twelve months and see see how the numbers are looking there, yeah. Pete. But um, yeah, mate, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but before we get to her today, um, I was privileged to be at SENZ Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar Day, and your little darling Zoe Star took out the big sprint, and you were walking four feet off the ground. I was, mate. Probably, probably more. <laughs> I was probably six feet off the ground. Oh, yeah, cloud nine I was, mate. I didn't come down for a week, I reckon. No. <laughs> yeah, so, so, no, she's, um, yeah, she's beautiful, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, she's in today, but, you know, what, what I loved about seeing that, Pete, is everybody uh, offering you congratulations too. So, yeah, you're pretty stoked. It was a pretty, yeah. pretty special moment. It was, mate, it was. Yes, it was. Um, I had a tear in my eye, that's for sure. Um, she's, we've had her since she was a little pup, so it um, means a lot to us with her. Like, um, yeah, she's, um, she's a little darling. She's um, part of the furniture. Yep. Well, she deserved that spot. Well, let's get on to your runners yep. today, Peter, and she is one of them, but we're going to go to race three to start with. In fact, it's just an hour or so away, or just under an hour, and the first on the card, you've got Smash Shadow, around a $9 chance. Yeah, Smash. I don't, I don't know too much about him because I've only had him not long. Um, so, yeah, he's um, trialling OK. Um, so, yeah, first start today for us. Uh, fingers crossed and see how he goes. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. OK, so just a watch on Smash Shadow in race three. You're next, you're time to go and get some lunch because race nine is your next at around... Quarter to four and spring forward in the blue rug. Good eleven dollar chance. Yeah, mate, she's going. She's going all right at the moment. Um, she's in a real happy spot. Um, she she's she's going really good, and I expect a good run from her today. Um, from the four, um, she's won from the four the other day, a couple of weeks back. So I'm expecting a good showing today. Yeah, well, she did. She ran third last start behind a nice one in Mintaz. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Happy with her. So it might be a little bit over the odds at eleven dollars and two fifty and then we head to the to the stable star. Wait till race eleven, the the sprint, <laughs> the class four and five sprint and Zoe Star. She's got comes up with a green rug. Uh she's twelve and two thirty today. She's been placed three of her last five. Yeah, I think she can um I think if she can jump and and show her best. She, she'll run a pace, I reckon. Yeah, I think she's um, she'll she'll go okay. Uh, Taki Rivers is airborne at present, um, and he's probably boxed to suit. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 give it a good go and see how she goes. But I'm expecting a good run from her. Yeah. Okay, so Zoe Star, she's at twelve and two thirty. She and like you say, taking on Otaki River at a dollar forty-five. And Aaron White, he likes Midnight Faith from Box Three at around fifteen dollars. So he could box. The three of those up. Now I know you're pretty excited, uh, Silver Collar Day, but uh, you're still thinking of a galaxy trip for her. Oh yeah, yeah I am, mate. I am. I'd, I'd like to go down. I'll just see how she's going at the time, and and we'll we'll still go down and have a look. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Well, well let, let's hope you do get down there with Zoe Star because she's uh, certainly brought a tear to a few people's eyes that day, especially yours, Pete. 
Yeah, mate, she did. She did. She turned it pretty quick, I'll tell you. But um, yeah, no, she's um, yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty special to us. So yeah. Yeah, and she's the star of the kennel, or have you got one snapping at her heels coming through an unraced youngster? No, no, we haven't got any unraced youngsters, but I have. I got a new addition uh, a couple of weeks ago called Canton um, from down at Christchurch. So um, he hasn't started for us yet. He'll start in a couple of weeks, so we'll see how he goes. Okay, so keep an eye on Canton, right? Uh, just just before mm. we go, what, what is she like to train Zoe Star? No, oh, she's. She's pretty flawless. She's um, yeah. We don't have to do too much with her at all. She doesn't like too much work. She likes to be nice and fresh. And um, yeah, I just take her to the beach with the others, and we go for a wander around the beach and just potter around with her. She's pretty cruisy, eh? She's um, she's really affectionate. She's uh, she loves the cuddles and and stuff like that. But yeah, no, she's uh, she's pretty good to deal with. Oh, that's great. That's a great way to end the interview. Pete, look, I wish you all the best today. All the best with Zoe Starr and hope she can get down to the Galaxy for you and we'll watch out for Canton when he gets to the races. Thanks for taking the time out to join us and good luck for the rest of the afternoon. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Not a problem. Peter Hittrick here on Dog Speed and Craig, uh, you, you were at uh, SNZ Duke of Edinburgh, Silver Holiday and, oh, Pete, he, he was six feet off the ground, just... Uh, so emotional, and it was just a great buzz, wasn't it, to see some of the battlers coming through? Oh, with, yeah, without doubt, Plato. Like, uh, you know, there's um, those owner trainers, uh, they're a big part of our industry, and, um, you know, we, we need each and every one of them. And to, to see someone like Peter get a win like that um, on a big day's uh, racing is fantastic. And, um, and, that, and that's, you know, that's what, even even the uh, the full time trainers like myself, that's what we live for is the the thrill of you know winning those bigger races and and um, and just the pleasure it is to be able to deal with such fantastic athletes. No, oh, it certainly is, and you can tell he's got a love a love for his greyhounds, especially Zoe Star, the the favourite. What about Dinah Dave? How's his retirement going? Did he go to stud? Uh, um, yeah, he, he, he's got a he's got uh, he's got one little racing, which go okay. Um, Bob Pringle's got uh, got them Grandview Aces, one of them. Um, Warren and Christine, uh, Warren uh, Smith and Christine Mitchell, they've got one that won the other day. Um, and I've got a litter here coming through there, 12 months old. Um, hopefully, I've got uh, Simple Allen, who's been quite a handy producer for me, and up to him. And um, I think he's he's doing the house here somewhere, old Dave. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a flatmate now with uh, Diana Vickers and Alan Ablett, so the, the three... The three of them, and uh, and Dan's got barge bail, so there's more dogs in the house than humans at, the, at these days. But well, um, yeah, no, they um, no, they all get on good. The boys and um, uh, Dave, uh, yeah, Dave uh, is lucky enough to to get a girlfriend every now and then. <laughs> oh well, we'll we should uh, we should organise something with old Diana Dave uh, for through the crew and the old crew. I'm sure you could uh, rope a few together, a few more mates together. Yeah, yeah, well. It took, actually, poor old Dave, he, he, he only just, we only could get him inside about, so he's only been inside for a couple of months, so um, he's a quick learner though, he's um, he's a good boy, he, he uh, you know, he, he comes when he's called and um, does what he's told, and uh, so he's, he's um, those good dogs, they sort of, you know, it's like horses, isn't it, they just, they've got that X factor about them and they can, anything you throw at them, they will understand with it, you know, and work with you, they, they just... Uh, 
They're, they're interesting, um, interesting creatures. They certainly are. Hey, look, Craig, thanks for coming off the bench this morning to fill in for Dan. Let's hope get Dan to the doctor tomorrow. Let's hope everything's okay with Dan. He can get back on the dog speed next week. Yeah, I'd say uh, yeah, he's out for spell for for a week, and uh, he'll be back fresh and rearing to go next Sunday. All going well. Oh, that's great. No, really appreciate you filling in and saving my bacon, Craig. Like I you bear for that. <laughs> a big thanks to Aaron White with no. his selections for the day. Peter Hederick and Sarah Clawson. Great chatting with Sarah. I think you'll be in good hands down there. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.